Hello, everybody. Hey, guys. I'm Emily. <laughs> and I'm Joanna, and welcome back to Sister Combo, another week. Um, yeah, and another week, so let's cue the intro. All right, Emily, how has your week been? My week has been extremely uneventful. Um, trying to think of what we did. It's Memorial Day weekend, so it was pretty busy. Oh, okay. I have had to have, well, I've had three full-grown adults try to argue with me over the mask rule that my store keeps in place because... Everybody's getting vaccinated now. Um, we're starting to open up more capacity. And a lot of places say that, you know, if you have your vaccine card, uh, you don't have to wear your mask in the store. But our store still makes people wear masks. And a lot of people want to argue with me on it. And it's kind of ridiculous. But other than that, it's been extremely uneventful. I'm not, I'm going to keep my views on, I'm not anti-vaccination for the people who are wondering. I have been vaccinated ever since I was a child. I've gotten all the HPVs. I've gotten all the chicken pox. I've gotten all the shots. But when I went to go schedule my appointment to get the vaccine, all the shit that they tell you before you get it, what, like, it's basically contradicting the vaccine, what they tell you. And I'm, I find that fucking baffling. And the fact that people are arguing about wearing a mask when it tells you before you get the vaccine that it might not work. It does not prevent you from getting or spreading COVID-19. Um, so get your, get your shit together. Seriously. Um, yeah. How so your week been? Hmm? How about you? How's your week been? Um, Mm, y'all know I go I just be going through it sometimes for real like this week started out super exciting I thought I was gonna be moving by today turns out nah um but I also believe that the reason I wasn't picked for this apartment is not because of anything I did I think it's because the landlord wants to get rid of these girls that are living there so he can renovate and raise the rent um, based on what they told me. So he's just looking for an excuse to make it harder for them. So they, they were supposed to find somebody by June 1st or cause the girl that was currently living there is moving. So they are supposed to find somebody for, to move in by June 1st. And now they have to, I don't know what they're going to do if they're going to pay her half or she's going to stay or how they're going to handle that. But yeah, so I thought I was going to be moving into there kind of disappointed but kind of a blessing in disguise because now I don't have to pay rent in two places. I was gonna have to pay rent where I am now and pay rent in another place plus a deposit. So that saves me about $3,000 that I didn't make up. Yeah. We, yeah. Could make, we could spend that money in Vegas and make it all back. I mean, in theory, but when we go to Vegas, I am not having that mentality. If I win, if I win what I spent, I'm good. I'm not trying for more. Yeah, no, my dad said that one piece of advice he would give us is if we're really going to go gamble, we should do it the last night there. So we don't have that mentality. Smart, smart. He's like, uh, the last time he went there, 
they kind of like did all the amenities like we want to do. Mm-hmm. And then he gambled that last night. He made $10,000. But people who have money keep money. That's true. I bet he put in a bunch of money. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Alrighty. So um, I guess it's been my week. It's just been punch after punch and we're just rolling with it. We're doing it. You know, if you're very curious, um, follow me on Instagram, Joanna Denise, and you will see the fuckery because I do post on my story or I try to post very frequently and um, try to tell people what's going on, even though it's none of your damn business. He. <laughs> um, all right. We are talking about, if you listen to the last episode, then you kind of know what we're talking about this week. We're talking about the things that go bump in the night, things that scare us both rationally and irrationally and how we handle them. Because as you know, um, I'm a Sagittarius, Emily is an Aries um, and we're both fire signs. I'm a six Enneagram and she's a nine Enneagram. All of those do contribute to the way that we handle situations and you're going to see how in this episode. All right. That was a bomb ass intro. <laughs> Good job, Joanna. So proud of you. <laughs> All right, where the fuck? Where is it? There it is. All right, you want to start? Okay. <laughs> so let's start with the first question. Movies that we love versus movies that we won't touch. Um, right off the bat. I stopped watching, um, well, movies that I love. I love all, not the classics, like things that are in black and white. I honestly cannot watch anything that is in black and white. It it just scares me. Um, but I love, I do love the Halloweens, um, the, the uh, Friday the 13th. Like the original Halloweens or the ones by Rob Zombie? Rob Z- okay, I have a love-hate relationship because I do enjoy the ones that are not by... Rob Zombie, but I, I, the, the ones that are by him are my favorite just because they're from a different viewpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, like the one, I think there are two that I, that I watch over and over and I can't really find them anywhere anymore. The one where it starts him as a kid. And I think there's, um, they start him as a kid and then they're like watching him grow up and then he's in like the mental asylum and then he like breaks out of the mental asylum. I think those are really good because they actually seem like a movie about a killer and his sister. Right. This is the original ones. You don't really get to know um, Michael. Yeah, he's kind of just the killer going after the babysitter. Exactly. You don't get to like, I like the mental. And as we know, like I love like all things, psychology and things like that. I like the mental part of it. Like you actually get to like why, like, what's what's progressing him to do this versus just having this stranger who's going around and killing people right. and i mean that's entertaining as well like i absolutely love the recent ones that came out um i did really really love the reboot that they did with jamie lee curtis i thoroughly enjoyed it well she was and, the babysitter in the original yeah but i didn't really i didn't really watch those in detail like i don't really remember those I think that it was a really interesting idea to uh, kind of just ignore the Halloween H2O or whatever it was. Or mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen that one multiple times. I haven't seen the older ones. Like they scrapped that whole idea and just like kind of fast forwarded it to when she was older. And I was like, oh. I love the PTSD aspect of it. Exactly. And like the, the fact that like 
they were like, oh, it kind of destroyed their relationship that they had. Oh, spoilers alert. If you haven't seen the newest Halloween, um, it's Honestly, been years, get on it. I was going to say, it's been a few years. It's not spoiler territory. I was actually just talking to Josh about this. Like, every, like I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, spoiler alert, spoiler warning. You should have said something. It's like, if the movie has been out for shit over six months to a year, right. Right. it's not spoiler. It's your fault for not watching the movie. Exactly. Um, and I did watch it in theater. And then I had to drive all the way out to the boonies of California. Like literally I'd never been out there before. It was the middle of fucking nowhere. I got lost and pulled into a mental asylum by accident and started crying. <laughs> I kid you fucking not. I I was so over it. <laughs> I was like, I'm never doing this again. This is why I don't do favors for people. I, I was going to pick up my old boss from her family's campground. And I did not know that I was going to be in the fucking mountains and it was going to be pitch black. That sounds like a setup for a scary movie. Exactly. I, girl, I had never, I was like, you're going to be stranded out here today. Um, <laughs> but so anyways, anyways, yeah. Huh? I said, so anyways, so yeah. like, what movies don't you fuck with? So like, you fuck with like psychological, the Halloween series kind of deal. Yeah, like the Halloween series. Um, I like the Freddy movies, even though I find the older ones fucking hilarious. Oh yeah. Um, I did not like Hellraiser. No. The entire time, like uh the guy that I was with, the my situationship uh Trumpito was like, You've never seen it, we had to watch it. And I was like, okay. And the whole time I was like, What the fuck is this? What the <laughs> fuck am I watching? I do not like movies that are like that. That are like they leave me like the Joker. I'm sorry, I didn't I Joaquin Phoenix's performance chef's kisses great the movie as a whole i could have gone my entire life without seeing it won't ever watch it again why not it's just i wasn't there's just so many triggers that i don't want to deal with i get that yeah that's what the joker movie but with um with hellraiser it was just the imagery was it was just a mind fuck like whoever Mm -hmm. made it was on acid the entire time like literally on acid um so I don't fuck with those I don't really watch any of like the cast the cast house on a hill something hill anything like that where people are like moving into a house and like how do you I I just I can't fuck with those movies like home invasion movies it's not even home invasion movies because I love the purge movies mm-hmm but I just, I have never seen House, like House on a Hill, Witch House, anything like that. Um, Cause they kind of just fuck with me. Um, what else? Uh, I saw this one movie on Netflix called Clown. And I'm like, clowns don't really fuck with me. I'm fine with it. But the fact that the movie's premises is this regular Schmegler guy finds this nose in a box somewhere and he's like okay I need to do like this performance for this kid's his kid's birthday party I so, seen, this. seen it 
Yes, and like the the nose, mer- uh, I guess spoiler warning, but this movie's been out for years. It like merges to his face and it yes, like slowly- turns him into like this fucking like ancient clown um, <laughs> like thing. And I was like, no. What was the first scary movie that you like actually, like you thoroughly enjoyed? Like what was that movie that got you into scary movies? Scream. Really? Mine was the Not Exorcist. Not Because the first, the first scary movie that I ever saw was Chucky. Mm-hmm. And it fucked me up. I had nightmares for years. Even into my adulthood, I had nightmares. Like I would literally not be able to sleep because I would just picture him like walking into my room. Um, but I remember thinking Scream was scary movie. Like you know how they did the parody. Oh. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna watch, I'm gonna watch, it's gonna be so funny. And I watched the actual Scream movie. And then at the end, I was like, <laughs> I don't think this is what it is. Uh, Matthew Lillard, though, man, that man is sexy. Uh, who? Do you remember the guy who goes, man, my parents are going to be so mad at me. Oh, my gosh. He was in this movie called, like, The Last Boy Scout, and I love that movie. I love him. He was Scooby-Doo, or he was Shaggy at some point. Uh, I know. Love it, love it, love it. And he's the husband in Good Girls. Oh, just. Wait, is he? Yeah, he's, I don't remember her name. The redhead with the big boobs. Oh my God, I might actually have to start watching it. Huh? I might actually, girl. Fuck. You would like it. (laughs) I'm drunk. I've noticed because I haven't had time to talk about my stuff either. Okay, go ahead. Fuck, I'm gonna stop drinking. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> you say as you take another drink. Anyway, um, the movie, like, that's actually funny because the first, like, scary movie I remember walking in on because my parents, my mom, really, never let me watch scary movies when I was little. Mm-hmm. So the first movie I ever snuck out to watch, like with them, was The Grudge. Oh my god, I forgot about the Grudge movies. And when I tell you that, like, I couldn't have the family cat in my room for like two months after that. Every time he would walk in, I would pick him up and be like, "No, <laughs> I can't." He- I-, I couldn't hear the meows from the little boy. Oh, okay, I was like, "Girl, why was I picturing the ring?" I mean, same concept. It's I think it's because in um, in Scary Movie Four, the ring and two, two. No, it's three. It's three. Yeah, three because three. four was the aliens. Yeah, in Scary Movie Three, the Grudge and the Ring are like no. Okay, no. Scary Movie Three is the Grudge. Scary Movie. No, 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 no. Scary Movie 4 is The Grudge. Scary Movie 3 is The Ring. Yeah, and then Scary Movie 2 is where they go to the mansion. Yeah. And the guy's like, grab my strong hand. No, give me the other one. This one. Okay, anyways, yeah. (laughs) I owned all of them at one point in my life. I fucking love that movie. 
what was it? <laughs> hey, this isn't karaoke. Let me sing, bitch. <laughs> oh my god, literally. Like I say that at least once once every couple of days. <laughs> or it's like, is this high school musical? No, I didn't ask you to join my choir. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, this is not glee. Stop singing along. <laughs> Um, oh my god! Anyway, I agree with with you. Actually, like the first hor scary movie horror movie that I watched, like on my own free will, was The Exorcist, because I thought, you know, oh, be from the seventies, it won't be that scary. <laughs> I think we've all made that mistake with like thinking these old ass movies aren't scary. Traumatized. Like ever since watching that movie, I have yet to ever fuck with a Ouija board ever yes i don't understand people who do i mean i see the i see the appeal mm -hmm. but i don't ever fucking do it because mm -mm. no. i don't know what i would do if, it, if the pendulum started moving or the it's not a pendulum what is it oh my god the name of it the the little wooden i have a pendulum is something that goes like this right like yeah back and forth um i don't know but they know what you're talking about yes it, <laughs> people are probably screaming at the fucking recording um but like so i really like exorcism movies i think those are cool i really like psychological horror i think those are my favorite because just off the top of my head i really like midsummer and the hereditary movie that came out recently i really liked midsummer i did not fuck with hereditary I thought Hereditary was so good. I was like, eh, eh I won't touch that shit with a 10-foot pole. Um, given that when I went to go see Hereditary, or uh, Midsummer, I didn't know what it was about. Okay, so movies. So uh, basically to sum that whole section up, I like really psychological horror movies. I love movies that make you feel some type of way after you're done watching it. Yeah, um, oh, that's what you, we're talking about. Midsummer. Yeah, midsummer. Oh my god, that feeling of just existential dread. See what I love about that movie, and I'm gonna go into tangent about this movie, is I love how it actively brainwashes the audience into thinking that the ending was good. I mean, not good as in like the movie was bad, as in like it was a happy ending. Who explain? Okay, all right, so. Do you think that it was a good idea for her to pick her boyfriend to be killed? Fuck yeah. Why? Fuck yeah. Because the whole time I was watching this movie, I was like, you are a motherfucker. I would have dumped your ass in the beginning of this fucking movie. You like, my parents and my sister fucking, my sister killed my parents and then herself. Right. And you were like trying to break up with me this entire time. You stayed with me because you feel bad for me. Okay. Sorry. The, the entire time I was like rooting against him. I was like, oh, he's going to die next. The first time I watched it, same. A hundred percent same. But the second time I watched it, I was like, um, was that the smart idea? Because if you think about it now, okay. So she kills her, right? So she kills him, right? Mm-hmm. Then what happens? She is into the cult. But do they need her? So here's like, here's the line of thinking. So it's the way that the movie plays out is like the exact way 
that people get tricked into be into being in cults. You start off with something horrible. Basically, you know, she has nothing to live for. Her boyfriend treats her like shit. She doesn't have any friends because she's pushed them away to be with this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm assuming because like you don't really in the movie you don't really see her friends. Yeah, like you hear one who's talking about like what a piece of shit he is, but that's about it. Um, you know, she's emotionally fractured. She can't handle like conversations about family without breaking down eternally. Yeah. So what do you do? You go out in the middle of the woods and you take a bunch of fucking drugs. You start falling into this notion of, oh, this festival is happening. It's always great here. Everyone's wearing white. Everyone's being pristine and playful and all this stuff. And slowly these people that you come with start falling off, disappearing. You don't, you don't notice it because the people that are in this cult are distracting you. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's great. Don't worry about it. There was this one part that I remember where like the, the you saw the bear in a cage like earlier in the movie. And one of the people like one of the people that they bring into this cult, they're like, "Hey, what does that bear do?" And the guy doesn't answer. The guy says, "Oh, hey, we're about to start something else." He just totally blowing off the question. And that's what the movie does. It doesn't answer the big question of how is she going to get out of there? How is she going to go back to society? It's no, we're going to give you the answer of, oh, hey, she got to get back at her boyfriend. I mean, I wasn't even thinking about the fact that she got to get out. She got to um, get back to. Hmm. (laughs) Yeah, it's a. I wasn't even thinking about the fact that she got to get back at her boyfriend. I was like, oh, she gets to, yeah, she gets to dump him and she doesn't have to worry about him again. But she also found like a new family, a new Mm -hmm. sense of belonging, people that understand her. And yeah, some of the shit that was going on in that movie, I was like, what the fuck is is going on? What is that? What is that? What is that? It's like, if you think about it, she's in the middle of goddamn nowhere, Sweden. All the people that know that she's there are dead. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's nearing the end of the festival. So do they even need any May Queen? Any of the May Queens? Where are the previous May Queens? They're all there. I believe they're all there. None of them were past May Queens. I think they said there was one girl who was the past May Queen, but they've had this festival for how many years? Where are all the other queens? I don't know. I, I would have to watch it again. But um, the queen- it was so fucked up the first time around. I didn't watch it again. <laughs> I think you should watch it again and just like look because like it's just the imagery is amazing, the subtle context is amazing, the fucking way that they picked off these people were amazing. Yeah, I, I, guy, I, that guy's face on, like a mask. Holy shit! They definitely. And now that you like, <laughs> in the back of my mind, I was like, wait a minute, they're like killing them. Like mm-hmm. I honestly, I would have been like the, the the couple, the young brown couple. Yeah. I would have been like them. Let's get the fuck out of here. And then when I found out that he was gone, I would have been like, "Well, not my problem." Right. And gotten the fuck out of Dodge. But for her, um, I think it like was technically good that she stayed for her. If they like didn't kill her or anything, but we don't know what they do like you said right. they don't know what they do with the past may queens but, um yeah so 
Yeah, those are the type of movies I like. The type of movies that I won't touch or like fuck with is any movies that like have to benefit off the torturing of women, basically. Ooh, any movies nice. that have like like movies that have like gory rape scenes or brutal rape scenes, I don't I don't see the need for that. I'm okay with body horror, like if it's good and it's not at the at like at the disrespect of women, like yeah. I don't want to watch a dude cut some women's tits off, but I'll definitely watch a movie where somebody gets turned into something else. So do you like the Saw movies? Yeah, majority. Like shit, I even like the first human centipede. I the first it. one. I didn't I didn't get I didn't I didn't finish it. it, it you don't it. need to really. Like it's you know, it's I just a, wanted to see it happen. I wanted to see the metamorphosis them into a centipede. That's what I wanted to see. That's why I clicked on it. Didn't yeah, finish it though. Mm. And that I think like that's why I like the movie the most is because it's all about body horror and it's like disgusting, mm. but it was also not sexual. Yeah. And I think like the new saw. Yeah, it's just like I don't see the need of watching women get like sexually tortured. I don't I don't want to watch that. Yeah. So like the hills have eyes or like last house on the left. I just I don't I spit on your grave. I don't need to see that. (laughs) Those are all movies I won't touch. (laughs) Exactly. So yeah, those are the type of movies I don't particularly like to watch. Just like horror grotesque shit at the ass that the ass that the at women (laughs) yeah sometimes it's really it's like what movie was it sometimes it is really hard for me to see like really really gore especially like they've gotten so good at cgi and makeup that Mm -hmm. it looks real like the new saw that came out with with um chris rock and samuel jackson the scenes in those movies yeah like the actual saw scenes were horrible like I was like like my mouth was physically open the entire fucking time when one of those scenes was on and I was like I really liked the movie but they're getting really good at this shit Mm -hmm. anyways next bullet point topic or whatever who are our favorite screen queens or final girls and I have two okay so can you explain this to me one more time okay so like screen queens are just like the girls that scream are known for the scream. Like Jennifer Love Hewitt is a scream queen. Is she? Have you ever watched uh, I Know What You Did Last Summer? No. Oh, man. You got to watch this. She's great in that movie. I watched her majorly in like like Lifetime-ish type of movies. Like not actually on Lifetime, but like I watched The Ghost Whisperer. Right. It. I'm watching 911 right now. Love it. I um, think you like it. Maybe I'll check it out. It's like her, super young. There's a, who else? Who else is in there? The guy who played Fred in the live action Scooby-Doo, the guy, the girl who played Daphne in the movie, or Buffy. She's in it. No, you didn't. Don't disrespect her like that. (laughs) But yes, Buffy, she's in it. It's really, it's a pretty good movie. Um, And like a final girl is just like the girl at the end of the movie that makes it. Okay, I probably can't really name a lot of Scream Girls because they kind of poof outside of my head. But I can name probably a good a good few final girls. But anyways, go ahead. You go first. I would pick, I have two in mind and it's from Scream, 
from Squeam. <laughs> Squeam. From Scream, Sydney Prescott. She's like one of the best final girls. Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah. I love her. Like to the point, like by the fourth movie, I'm like this little, this Emma chick thinks that she could fucking kill em- er, Sydney Prescott. That's so funny. I loved that Hayden Panettiere was in that movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally forgot she was in there. Hmm? I totally forgot they were in there. Uh, and then, hold on. I have to look up her name. Have you ever watched, uh, fuck, You're Next? Hmm. Mm-mm. I don't think so. Um, that's a great kind of, it's kind of like an, an invasion movie or house invasion movie with a twist. Mm-hmm. Um, we oh, just says Aaron. So... The chick's name is Erin, and, like, basically, this movie, she's going to meet her boyfriend's family for the first time, and they get there, and, like, you can sense the animosity and within the family. It's, like, a rich family. And while they're eating dinner, like, an arrow gets shot through the window randomly and, like, kills one of the family members, and basically the house gets overrun by these three dudes wearing these animal masks. Oh, I know what you're, I've seen the trailer, haven't seen it. I wanted to see it though. And like, basically the entire movie is them, is like the family against the intruders. And like, it turns out the main chick, Erin, she grew like, she grew up in this uh, doomsday prepper cult thing. So she can fight them off easily. And they, yeah. So like, you have to watch the movie. The plot twist is pretty good. I will. I like, I love just like the Insidious movies. There's, I think the first or no, the second Insidious, um, the plot twist, I was like, or no, it wasn't, it wasn't plot twist. It was a connection that started to connect the move, the first one to the second one. And I was like, I love a good connection movie. Oh yeah. Um, that was really cool. When they like made him go into the further or whatever and yeah like, what he was doing started happening in the first movie yeah I was like oh, 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 oh. um anyway so those are your two uh survival girls you had two screamers uh no I couldn't honestly the only person I could think of for a scream queen is Jennifer Love Hewitt oh, okay um hmm so my favorite ending and these are just like ones I thought off the top of my head because I didn't think about it that in depth um if you guys have ever seen Hush oh man so I like that one because it has a lot of inner dialogue and living with somebody who is hard of hearing I know that that's something that goes on a lot but going through that and the struggle of not being able to hear that just and then she still won in the end fucking brilliant great and then i want to say um if you've ever seen jennifer's body oh um, amanda or like what's her name needy i usually love whatever movie she's in she was also in this like remake of red riding hood several years ago loved it it was so good 
Um, I love her as an actress um, or even like Natalie Portman. That bitch, I love her. Is she, is she in any scary movies though? I mean, no, I think if you- if, You just made a general. <laughs> not really scary movies. I mean, I when I think of, when I think of like scary, I wanna say thriller slash like just drama would be Black Swan. Yeah, that was a pretty good like psychological thriller. Yeah, so like those, I really like those. Oh, yeah. She was in V for Vendetta too. Didn't see V for Vendetta. I think you'd like that movie. It's about. No, a- I I would like a lot of movies, but you know my anxiety. Like I don't watch. I don't watch a lot of new movies unless I'm like excited about them or they're chains. Right, that's true. Um, then I'm like, oh, I kind of know what to expect already. I'm gonna go see it. Okay, so we're gonna move from the movie part, and we're gonna go to everyday fears to fears that we never thought we would face or we'll never, we never think we could face. Mm. So like, for example, um, it kind of scares me to be in a crowded room now and I have to face that every fucking day. Oh my God, yeah, because we, you know what? A lot of shit that we used to do before that we will never do again, which is hilarious. Like the fact that we would like go to a restaurant, sit down and eat and be licking fingers and pot like just doing crazy shit without how to washing your hands mm-hmm. um but yeah like but would you ever go to a concert yes <laughs> but i don't know if i don't know because i might i would be that person to wear a mask in the middle of a fucking crowded room yeah but make it fashion <sighs> I don't know. I just, it, it's a gross feeling now. I understand, but I also am soup. Hmm. In a place where I feel like it's not as sanitary, I probably wear a mask, but I'm so excited to not have to wear a mask because skin. Yeah. Makeup. And lipstick. I haven't worn lipstick in like a year. <laughs> I mean, I only, I take, I do Instagram stuff. So I only, no, not even then. I'll do pop on some Vaseline on my lips and be smacking. Like literally, but yeah. Um, so crowded rooms, mm-hmm. anything else? Uh, like everyday fears. I feel like, I feel like money is a giant fear. Just worrying about not having enough. But I'll always have that fear, no matter how much money I actually do have. Yeah, because you know, generally- we've lived that poor life. We know how it's. We know what it's like. That's true, but also, mm, we're not going to get into that on this episode. But um, I'd say for me, everyday fears um, that I'm going to lose my mom. Yeah, that's a big fear of mine. If I lose my mom or my sister. Yeah, like at least because today is the today is my aunt's birthday. Um, and she passed away February 13th. And like, I think about the pain that they go through at least once a day. And my heart hurts, like my chest 
literally just aches. And I'm like, I know one day that that's going to happen and I'm not prepared. Like I used to think when I was young, I'm like, I would rather go first. But I also teeter back and forth between being scared of death and accepting of death because there was a there was a time in my life that I did try to take my life because I feel like it would be a little bit more peaceful. Mm-hmm. I was tired of the pain and the hurt and the noise, and I'm like, you know what, I'm ready. But then other times I'm like, no, I'm not ready. It's kind of scary. I don't know what's on the other side. Um, but <laughs> I'm a sag. Um. Yeah, so that's like a big fear that I think about at least once a day. Um, And then living on the street. Yeah, that's a scary thought. Yeah, and that's something that I literally have to start in LA like every day or um, more, 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 more recently in the pandemic because I've moved at least three times. So it's gonna be my fourth time moving. And the panic that you feel the panic that you feel right before um you like I'm looking for a place now I have to move July 21st um that's when I have to move and trying to find a place and trying to get approved for the place and then making sure that you have all your um I's dotted and your t's crossed in order to move into that place it's kind of just scary and um, you don't have control over a lot. Right. So, yeah. I get that. Uh, I get, this is going to sound so like, cle- like cheesy and cliche, but I get scared for my friends a lot, especially like around now. What do you mean? Just because a lot of people that are close to me are people of color. And with everything that's been going on, I worry about you, especially because you're out in LA and you are a black woman. And it just seems like it would be so easy and so quick for something bad to happen. And I wouldn't be able to do anything. Like I worry about that sometimes. Like I worry about Josh. I worry about Maria. I worry about The fact that a lot of people in my life don't have the privilege I do of just going out and driving my car and not worrying about anything. Yeah. And just to let you know, um, I don't think about it all the time. Like I have said on the podcast several times that I live in like a bubble sometimes where I don't consciously think about the fucked up shit that's going on. I'm I'm aware, but I'm not like thinking about it. Mm-hmm. So it's baffling when you're like, I worry about you guys. And I'm like, I'll be in traffic, just doing my own damn thing. I'll be living my life. I won't, it, it won't cross my mind to go to like the store or walk to the store or do things in my everyday life because I haven't always had those experiences right. that like people who probably live in more rural, rural areas or who um like yeah my family like my like my family has had run-ins with the cops and have like had devastating things happen to us but I think I have an ability to compartmentalize bad shit that happens mm-hmm. and I just kind of lock it up and don't think about it I'm right. aware and I'm careful but I don't think about it and that's the scariest thing is that you don't 
you shouldn't have to think about it and like the stuff that you know everyday normal shit it's just like you'll i'll hear stories and they'll be like because you know there's an influx of fucking stories coming in about police brutality and it's just you know a kid was picking flowers a kid was walking home from the store somebody was just driving and their blanker was out and it's just like it's everyday mundane things and it sucks that it's something that even needs to be worried about exactly so hopefully there'll be change um fears that we never think that we would face so like i mean like extremes as in like i don't think i could ever be plopped in the middle of the ocean with nothing in sight except for like a fucking shark coming towards me honestly plopped in the middle of the ocean by itself just me would be terrifying i would just drown i'd be like i give up yeah i can't do this this is too much like i literally don't go near the ocean unless i absolutely have to or i'm trying to like you know be no it just scares me i'm sorry like people at my hotel i work at a beachfront hotel Mm -hmm. and i used to like work overnight and i would go up to the rooftop and sit at the just stare at the ocean at night and it would it's literally just a flat line of nothingness god and then the waves crashing some people would find it peaceful and serenity i find it terrifying and i don't want to look at it i rather look at the city where shit's happening that way yeah not towards the ocean that's why i could never go on a cruise everybody's like oh cruises are look so fun Cruises are 150 acres. What's the problem? I'm like, it doesn't matter how fucking big you make that boat. Because you know what's bigger? The ocean. And you know what's deeper? The ocean. You know what's more dangerous? The fucking ocean. See? Fucking hell. Uh Uh-uh. You will never catch my ass out there. Ever. Oh, my God. They They once said the Titanic was one of the safest boats on the earth. What happened? Sank. Uh, what are our personal so is that your answer to the ocean what was the question what's like your biggest fear that wouldn't happen to you in a rant like day to day like that's my scenario i hate the i like literally being airdropped into the ocean that's my fucking biggest fear yeah i would say yeah because I don't fuck with the ocean. I don't fuck with the ocean and I don't fuck with heights. I don't really mind heights. It doesn't bother me as as it bothers you. Just I like my number one fear is literally the ocean. Or like catching some kind of venereal disease that would turn my body into lumps. Oof. Or like getting radiation poisoning and just turning into a flesh puddle. I think I would be okay with that. I just don't want, I don't want to be full of bumps. That freaks me out. Nah, if it, if it ever comes down to either getting, just fucking vaporize me. Like I want to be dead within the first millisecond of a bomb going off. Fuck having radiation poisoning and turning into a flesh puddle over a week. Fuck that. God, no, just... Let me up, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, I always said, I was like, what would be the way to go? Would it be ca- decapitation, 
drowning or set me on fire. Cut my head off. Cut my head off. 100%. 100%. You can live you can live from you can live from being burnt. You can fight I mean, I just try to bring you back from from drowning if they find you in time. But no. Once you get your head cut off, there's no fucking saving you, man. I mean, you technically are alive for like I think a couple of couple minutes after they cut your head off, you can still like physically see in what's happening. I've thought about this before. Oh, gross. Um, what are our personal fears and why? Chucky, because childhood trauma. Um, being possessed by a demon like having like waking up and seeing something over me oh not knowing what it is got you and like literally just being helpless and lying there can't do anything so like sleep paralysis not even sleep paralysis like the fact that like I would be lying down something would be over me and not being able to move or run or escape or do anything okay sorry (laughs) I just had a thought, a random thought. Imagine us like 30 years from now and like looking or listening to these episodes and being like, wow. We were such babies. Exactly. Especially if we start releasing the actual like live footage of these. Oh my God. Watching these when we're like 30, 30, 40 years from now. (laughs) Crazy. Anyways, continue. When we're living together in our mansions. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I have like two personal fears I mean obviously the ocean that's a great fear of mine but I think that's just rationality Mm -hmm. but um heights are a big thing I get like if I look up at something that's way too tall I start to get like wobbly and I have and like I will fall down from just standing there same if I'm looking down, if I'm too high up, like I lose my equilibrium. It's crazy. But what happened was uh, when I was little, my parents took all of us to Chicago and one of you know the major attractions is the Sears Tower. Mm-hmm. And my dad thought it would have been, it would be so funny to kind of throw me into the glass box that glass observatory thing where you can look down yeah we yes. Just, yeah so he just tossed me in there or out there and then laughed when i fucking literally became a shell of myself and burst into tears mm-hmm. and ever since then i've just been not okay with heights and then spiders because when i was little um I was at my family cabin and I was staying in a bunk bed with my sister. And uh, late one night, I thought she had got up and started tickling me. So I was like telling her to stop. And she was like, or she like looks down at me from the top bunk, like, what are you talking about? I'm not touching you. So we turn on the light. And what had happened was a nest of these baby daddy long legs hatched. And were all over, like a hundred percent covering me. Yeah, no, ma'am. no, ma'am. So ever since then, I've uh, 
I freeze. <laughs> I don't know what to do. My brain kind of like, like, do you know how when people like the TikTok trend that when people stop and like that loading wheel comes on? Yeah. That's what my brain does in a fucking crisis. Oh, I know. <laughs> Y'all, if you're wondering, Emily would die and I would be the one living to tell the story. Oh, yeah. She's the Brenda. And I'm the, what, what's the white girl's name? Sydney? Sydney? Yeah, I'm totally Sydney. I'm gonna miss you, girl. I don't This happened in real life. Like, we went to Halloween Horror Nights. I don't know if we told the story before on the podcast. We went to Halloween Horror Nights, and we did the maze. <laughs> at the end of the maze, like, Jason is literally with a big-ass chainsaw chasing people out of the end of the maze. And he comes out of fucking nowhere. Me and Emily are standing next to each other. She freezes. I think I push her off of me and run out of the maze. And then she eventually, I don't know how she does it. She eventually makes it out of the maze. And she's like, you left me. And I was like, bitch, you froze. So yeah, sorry time. The same thing happened when we went to Universal Horror Nights and we were in this holiday, the holiday horror special or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a little person, I forgot he was what holiday he was dressed up as, but he followed us out. And when Joanna saw him, she booked it and he booked it behind her. So when she turned around. <laughs> so I thought Emily was behind me and it wasn't Emily. It was this thing. <laughs> and I just took off running and didn't realize he was chasing me. Girl, what the fuck? I mm, no. Oh, it was great. So yeah, that was the next question. What do you do? Free fight, flight, or freeze? And I freeze, and she flights. Yeah, because you know, black people, we run, we run first, ask questions later. I'm definitely the dumb white person. Like, let's go inside. Can I be like, "Bitch, you gonna be in there by yourself?" <laughs> childhood fears to adult fears um I think I think just kind of growing up is realizing it (laughs) this is gonna sound super cliche too the more we grow up the more we realize the monsters were the people yeah or the monsters are real Honestly, yeah, it kind of it. It's the truth because growing up, like, I don't know, I wasn't like really scared of clowns or anything. But then I saw like the scary movie It, and then I was scared of clowns. But mm-hmm. it was because of somebody dressed up scary. Like I had to watch it. It wasn't like I my first instinct to be of a clown was to be scared of it. Right. I don't know. I think, yeah, just growing up, it makes you realize that, like, it's more like reality we have to be scared of than the things that we make up. Um, anyways, um, yeah, I think that's true because I think when I was little, like I said, Chucky, um, things would go bump in the night, the dark, and now it's more like I find some kind of solace in the dark. I was gonna say, was it okay? Because I wasn't afraid of the dark. I was afraid of what was in the dark. That yeah, I- that's what it is. Like, have you ever seen Lights Out? Oh my god! Oh girl, like me and uh, my old roommate Monica, like we watched the trailer, 
and then we watched the actual movie. We are a grown ass woman. We slept with the lights on that night. That's a great movie that talks about depression. Yes. And it all, that's like, there's like an underlying, like you don't realize it when you're watching it, Mm -hmm. but like when you actually think about it, you're like, that is like, Diana is depression. The monster is the embodiment of the mother's depression. Exactly. And you don't like that. Cause I said, you don't realize it until you like actually think about it or you're dealing with depression yourself. Um, also Candyman. Oh man, that's a great one. I could not go into the bathroom without turning on the lights first for literally years. And it's still kind of ingrained in me to do that. I can't open the swinging mirrors. Yeah. I mean, I'm fine with them now. Like I don't think about it. And I've recently watched it again. And I was like, if you watch it now as an adult, it doesn't really make as much sense as it did back then. I'm excited to see the new one. Oh yeah, there's a new one. I probably won't watch it. You tell me how it is. I will. Cause no, like I literally, like I remember watching it whilst getting my hair done as a kid. And then my mom called me and there was a song playing in the background and I had forever associated Candyman with that song. And she would literally play it and I would break her CDs and she would constantly get CDs made with that song on them and I would break them every time. So like, it was just constant, constant, constant. And still to this day, if I hear that song, I get triggered. What song is it? It's this Charlie Wilson song. I don't remember what it's called, but I know. Um, did our parents project their fears onto us? Did our parents project their fears onto us? I don't think so. Mainly because like right now off the top of my head, I can't tell you what my parents are afraid of. I feel like my mom projected a lot onto me that I don't think about. Like um, the fact that my work ethic, my work ethic 100% comes to, comes from my mom, like work, do what you got to do over all else. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also a very like sensitive person. So I prioritize, I prioritize feeling and understanding my emotions over pushing them down and covering them up. Um, but also like I have a lot of her characteristics, so I wouldn't say she projected a lot of her fears on me because like you said, I don't really know really what my mom is afraid of. She's afraid of cats. I know she's probably has like money issues or money trauma. Um, I know that I probably share those money traumas because I am her daughter. Mm -hmm. So like maybe like being, being like broken, like being homeless because like I will fight tooth and nail to like like for my home right i hope you guys thoroughly enjoyed this please interact with us on our platforms we would love to hear some kind of feedback um you can follow me on instagram at joanna denise and emily is m.j or warna emily warna key with two e's on instagram um sister convo is also on instagram if you want to do a follow um we love you guys we will talk to you or whatever in the next one have a good night bye